0: The One Who Knocks.
1: Ha ha ha!
0: Why don't you do something
1: with your life? You contribute nothing to society. Good
2: morning,
0: Vietnam! Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Okay? You know my code. Who's before bros. You can't handle the truth. Buzz,
1: your girlfriend. Woof.
0: Nobody calls me mad, dog.
1: Especially not some. Dude it up, egg sucking, gutter trash. Hello and welcome to My First Time, the podcast all about the gap in our pop culture resume. Each episode, as our panel sits down to debate, dispute and discuss a much-loved classic, they'll be joined by the first-timer, someone who's never before experienced that cultural icon. Will they see what the fuss is or just be left wondering, what the hell was that? My name is Dan and I'm joined each and every week by Eden. Hello. Hello. Aiden, Catchphrase. And this week, things are getting slightly awkward and tense as we delve into the twisted world of Curb Your Enthusiasm with stand-up comedian and breakfast funny man, Amos Gill. Amos, thank you for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. Well, you're in my studio, so.
1: (laughs) That's true. We are recording (laughs) in your studio, (laughs) so we are joining you. Thank you for letting us join you. Yeah, it's (laughs)
3: weird. I'm like, I want to be reverent because it's your show, but I'm also like, yep, in my house. Are we sitting in
1: your seat? Did you get? No, this is Studio Two.
3: This is uh, where English Chris does his music shifts.
0: Yeah, the less said about him, the better. Um, So, (laughs) are we allowed to say that he and I are not getting on? Yeah, it doesn't matter, man.
3: This
1: podcast is just going to devolve. For for the listener, we're recording this about a week before Amos (laughs) finishes at a commercial radio station in Adelaide. Yeah, Uh, and so yeah, it could just devolve into you. Letting uh, loose, Yeah.
3: <laughs> We've managed to grab him just when's, it going, he... when's it gonna be released? After my contractual maybe, obligations are over? Maybe oh. this
1: week, but if we need to, we can push it back a week. <laughs> if, you, if you wait beyond Friday, it's gonna be a very
3: different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> loads to run now. <laughs>
1: we'll release something in a week like you know, like a super edit. Yeah.
3: Mm. All the all the little off cuts where I just go through every staff member and <laughs> talk about how <laughs> aggrieved it's been to work with them for four years. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, oh, for, those that don't,
0: for those that don't know Amos, um, we probably need to inform people. Uh, he's a comedian. You might have seen him on, what, uh, was it Wacky World? No, oh, please.
3: Let's not go with that credit. Don't <laughs> lead with that. Yes, I did a kid's television show called Wacky World Beaters. I'm trying to erase that from my life. I actually had a fake name on that show called William Gill. Because the ABC thought my stand-up was too dirty for kids to then Google me. Oh, they like, didn't, they oh. didn't want the kids to Google you. Well, because I do stand-up for, with Jim Jefferies as his opening act. And so uh, like it's not exactly an easy link to go like Noni uh, from Play School. <laughs> and then I was on after Noni. And then it's like, oh, well, what else does he do? Um, no, and then I do, um, yeah, I just mainly do stand-up. But I'm moving to America, so I don't I mean, I'm, Who am I talking to? So um, you're jetting <laughs> out of the country. I am getting out of the country to go to the land of the greatest comedian of all time. The great Larry David.
1: Yeah, so you are not here as our first timer this week. You are more <laughs> like the, 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 the passionate defender of the Well, because Aiden,
3: Aiden has always been my guy in the building. Um, we both talk about pop culture stuff all the time. And we're like two people in the commercial radio sphere who are like, maybe we're familiar with some stuff that isn't mainstream. Or I'm not saying that Kirby Enthusiasm is mainstream, but. Well, we it's always, not on
0: commercial TV.
3: No, it was, you know what? Kirby Enthusiasm, if someone liked it 10 years ago, I was like, someone's doing well. Got Foxtel, do we? Yeah, yeah. It was always that strange show that was on the comedy channel that wasn't Balls of Steel. It was like, Balls of Steel was the only comedy... And like, uh, whose line is it anyway? And then there was Curb. And you're like, yeah. what is that? And people always had to sell it. it as like, it's the uh, guy from Seinfeld's... Mm. Everyone's like, Jerry Seinfeld? Nah. <laughs> George Costanza? Nah. Kramer? Nah. Nah, no, he wrote it. <laughs> and he was occasionally Mr. Steinburner. <laughs> yes. You're like, Mr. Steinburner has his own show? Yes, and it's the best.
1: <laughs> well, before we get <laughs> Sorry, into I started, into about it. that, we like to let uh, the listeners get to know our, our guests just a little okay. bit. So I've got 10 questions here. Yes, yep. no's only, please. Okay. All right, you ready? Pringles. Yes. Jordan B. Peterson. Yes. Formula One. Yes. <laughs> Eminem. No. The Honey Badger. No. Serena Williams in the recent US Open final. Yes. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. The seven thirty report. Yes. Carl Barron. Yes. <laughs> qualified yes. <laughs> He's qualified. Yeah. He's fine. Wait, there was one more. Okay,
0: sorry. There was one there. Do I don't you know. Count? Sorry.
1: You're <laughs> counting on your little fingers I lost there, mate.
0: Count. I lost count. Sorry.
1: Final one. Actually listening to your friend's TV recommendations. <laughs>
3: No. Yeah. <laughs> needs. To be, like, what's the old rule? If it's an Australian movie, you need to be told by nine people, and oh. you still won't go. <laughs> <laughs> but if you wander into the movies and everything else is sold out, you're like, I'll give Roddenberry a crack.
0: Speaking <laughs> of which, I heard the merge is good. Apparently, haven't seen it though. Exactly. I,
3: I've got some of my closest friends in the merger. Yeah. And they're like, this is such an important piece for us, and I'm like,
0: yeah, I'll get to it.
3: I'm not getting to it. <laughs>
0: yeah. What? There was a name in there I'd never heard. What was? Jordan B. Peterson. That's the one. Who's that?
3: He's a Toronto University of Toronto philosophy professor and no psychologist, clinical psychologist, very controversial dude at the moment.
0: Eden, did you know who he was? No, I did not. Okay, good. So he's I'll...
1: got a of popular podcast. Mm. Um he's a, he's sort of, you know, some sort of far right wingers would adopt him. Ah. I don't think he would necessarily want to adopt no, them. Yeah, I think I I think I him. I found him through the go.
3: Joe Rogan podcast and stuff, but yeah, he all of a sudden people are saying that he's for alt-right types but, but I, yeah, really. I don't think that's necessarily not for me, he was just, I just yeah. enjoyed his uh, some of his early lectures where he was just talks about you know helping yourself by his whole thing was you know make your bed in the morning
1: yeah he's got a really popular book like 12 steps to a successful life yeah. or something or, you
0: know. he's good he's okay. interesting there we go make
3: up your own mind education <laughs>
0: thank
1: you <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, talk a little bit more about Curb. If you're listening at home, maybe you've never got around to watching Curb. Maybe you never had Foxtel or...
3: No, you know what? Fuck Pringles. I'm I'm, just... <laughs> 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 I'm off them. That was really troubling me for a while. Well, there goes that sponsorship deal. Yeah. All I'm going to think about is those the whole way through. I, I may renege on some of those yes notes.
1: <laughs> There was a lot where they seemed really pained, like they were painful yeses. So feel free to jump back yeah, in at any point. I could
3: <laughs> flip-flop on Pringles again. <laughs> All
1: right, well, if you don't know much about Kirby Your Enthusiasm, here's a little rundown for you. It's honestly hard to imagine that if you're a regular listener to this podcast that you don't already have a pretty, pretty, pretty good grasp on curb your enthusiasm. The show is the star vehicle for Seinfeld co-creator Larry David. And I'm sorry, but if you don't know what Seinfeld is by now, you're on your own. You can just Wikipedia that for yourself. The show premiered on HBO way back in 2000, just two short years after Seinfeld wrapped. And to be honest, Curb does deal with a lot of the same comedic concepts, the irrationality of social conventions, conflicts between headstrong characters and the subtle absurdities of modern life. Larry plays a semi-fictional version of himself. He's rich, successful, doesn't have to work very much, and spends most episodes committing social faux pas, inflaming tensions, and angering friends and strangers alike. Unlike Seinfeld, Kirby Enthusiasm is not a straight sitcom, and eschews the canned laughter of network television, taking a more fly-on-the-wall documentary-type approach to its cinematography. Most seasons have a central focus, a kind of through story, such as Larry opening a restaurant with Michael York and Ted Danson, appearing on Broadway with David Schwimmer, or just moving back to New York City. The show is only loosely scripted. Most scenes are written to have a a goal and a destination for characters to arrive at, but the dialogue and action to get there are largely improvised, and most actors who appear on the show needed to impress Larry in one-on-one improvised scene rehearsals. Having been created for HBO, Curb was able to be a little more frank with its subject matter than Seinfeld, but the added maturity of its themes and language certainly didn't dim its popularity. Nine seasons spread out over 18 years, and 38 Emmy nominations are a testament to its enduring comedic appeal. Today we know that our guest, Amos Gill, is fanatically devoted. But just how devoted is he? Oh, no. (laughs) Straight off the bat... Is Curb Your Enthusiasm better than Seinfeld?
3: It is better. Yes. It is a better show. But I, I prefaced this before by saying this. There are, when you love a band, okay, and I say that Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David, this is a band. When you're a super fan, you might like hits that aren't the major hits. And so I think they're better musically. Yeah. But if I'm with other people... I would put on the more known hit because it's all about making everyone in the room happy. So, so if you
1: this, just had a room of 10 people and had to get them all laughing and
3: watching Seinfeld, TV. Seinfeld. Yeah, because like Seinfeld's is a show that if I was dying, if I'm on my deathbed, I just want it, it's, it's seriously morphine to me. I it, it just makes me happy to watch it, but I find Kerber enthusiasm funnier, but I'm where well, but I sit with some people and they're like, this sucks.
0: Yeah. Um, but, Hello, hi, my name's Aiden. I'm that guy. Oh so you're the first timer this knew week, it. aren't I you? I knew it. So this week <laughs> we, we learned the lesson that it's not just seventies films that I hate. It's also You don't like it. How Come oh, on. I God. just I just found it a bit boring. Alright, just just pause. Just pause. <laughs> the only okay. No,
3: Aiden, oh, Aiden needs, needs can't laugh and no when to laugh. That's not it. That's hey, true. hey, hey. You were very busy watching the Big Bang Theory. God damn it. You'll you often know.
1: notice, even in the studio here, he'll laugh a second behind everyone else just because that's the cue he needs. <laughs>
3: no, I get it. Two no, and a half. It was just probably just... a two and a half marathon, a men marathon or something. Like, you know, I <laughs> that's, not it. that's
0: not it. I just, the only funny part is the last 30 seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
3: Because, all right, because all right because just stop with your controversial opinions.
1: Let's just lay out the fact that this is our first TV show. We obviously uh, didn't quite have time to watch every season from every, epi- every episode. <laughs> so, Amos, you pitched us three episodes to go watch. The yeah. very first
0: one. Which sort of sets up the premise and s- several mm-hmm. main mm-hmm. characters Which, and things.
4: Should we clarify the first one is in the Pants Tent episode? Yes, or, Pants yes, Tent. Not the,
0: not the HBO special, HBO yeah. special yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that inspired the TV show. And then was it two from season seven?
3: Yeah, I thought for eight... So when I'm trying to get someone in, I yeah. always go to the Seinfeld reunion. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, I'll give you a little something-something of explain like, what Explain that season love.
1: for someone who's never seen it. Uh,
3: the the whole point of that season... If, and I haven't seen it for a long time, but it was basically that... Um, the characters want to get back together and do a reunion. Is it everyone's can except for Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus because she's still doing well and everyone else is kind of struggling. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's the case. Oh, I haven't seen it for a while and either, it's, and
0: it's really weird. Michael Richards isn't in it much. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. There's a couple of sly references yeah. to his uh, stand-up problems.
3: Yeah, yeah. He was at some meetings. Um,
0: I want to ask though, like, is Jerry in the whole show or he's only in that season? That's
3: it. That's it. Mm. Okay, because
0: yeah. it feels like. Larry sort of rang him up and said, "Hey, my show kind of sucks without you. Oh. Can I please? Can I just get this? You is a, seven I, I need,
4: seasons I, I need, in? He's <laughs> got
0: Ted to, Danson in there all the time. Uh, Jeff Dance Garland. I need to get some actual Lines laughs. Thing. Can you? Can you help me out? Come on.
3: <laughs> uh, Aiden, I'm I'm, I'm disgruntled <laughs> with this. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> so he, here's the thing: Seinfeld is a funner show, but Curb cuts to the core more. Like it's HBO, so it can be darker, edgier, swearier." And he is, he's just so nasty. And when I watched Gober Enthusiasm for the first time and got through it, I was always a Jerry Seinfeld fan over a Larry David fan. And then I remember watching it and I went, Larry David is Seinfeld. Mm. He is the tone of that show, the way he writes the cycle, the cyclical writing. So everything comes back. There's little clues for the show. And then all of those elements will make a full story and all of the nastiness, the pettiness, (laughs) That is all him. Jerry kind of just did the stand-up bits, I think. Yeah, essentially... Look at their work post the show. His character is George. Mm. Yeah. And George, I think, is, a, is the main driving force. I Jerry. The B Jerry. movie was pretty edgy. <laughs> 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 that was the one movie you could think of, wasn't it? <laughs> that Jerry has done
4: after like Jerry and
3: then he just so drives... For
1: that. Yeah. Poor Jerry.
3: Just drives cars. And has coffee. <laughs> and has coffee with people, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I want to know from you, legitimately, why... Were you actually bored? Do you not find him funny? Do you think Larry's not a good
0: performer? Well, it kind of reeked to me at, at the very first episode mm. of like, hey, um, I didn't get to be in Seinfeld, so I thought <laughs> I'd make this other thing that's, you know, hey, I'm still, hey, I was, I was on, I was sort of a part of Seinfeld because he drops it like right in the first episode there, like his wife says like, hey, tell the, tell the waitress you were you did Seinfeld, you did Seinfeld. And it, that's how the show came across to me as well. Like, it was kind of like almost like I, I'm sure this isn't the case, but there was a TV network at one point where he was George, and they went, Yeah, you're just not quite mm. um, TV friendly. So let's push you behind the scenes and make you a writer on the show or, or whatever. And so then he was like, This is his revenge. Like, oh, I've got my own show now. Stuff you. I know what you're
3: saying. You're Find saying yourself, he's yeah. like Sia. <laughs> and Sia <laughs> yeah. produced all these songs for people, and then she was like, Listen, I know you don't think I look like a pop star.
0: But just let me sing. Exactly.
3: <laughs>
1: I just want to say to anyone listening that's a Kerb fan, we'll let, we'll make Aiden stop talking terrible opinions at some point. So don't turn <laughs> off just yet. Listen to what the rest yeah. of us have to say. Yeah.
0: No, but why was, do you guys love it so much?
1: Can I be fair though? First episodes of any comedy show are generally pretty Tough. terrible. Yeah. True.
3: Because, you know, most sitcom is driven by character and you don't know the characters that well yet. Mm, so exactly. Naturally, the, the punchlines, the setups aren't strong yet. The yeah. punchlines are there, but. You don't really know who they are, where they're coming from.
4: And I think that the Seinfeld, m- like sort of mentions in that first episode, where Cheryl, his wife, is saying, "You know, oh, tell him, tell him that you know you created Seinfeld," is probably just for the audience to be like, "Oh, okay, so that's what this is about." He created Seinfeld. He's yeah. playing the character of a guy, uh, the guy who made Seinfeld. That's
1: why this guy we never seen before, heard of, has an agent. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: But I think it's. Um, more than just a show, I think if you're a Curb fan, you're trying to say something about yourself. <laughs> so people that are like, oh, I like Curb enthusiasm, are basically being like, I'm frosty.
2: Yeah, I am yeah.
3: cynical. Right. <laughs> I don't like people. Yeah. And you get to be like an arsehole, and you're like, oh, I'm a bit Larry David. Yeah, I was like, no, you're just being a prick. <laughs> but he kind of is like, if you're a bit of a prick, and, and Aiden, you'd see me around the office. I think that i uh, that's why I connect with Larry David, because I just like to call out people's Nonsense.
0: Well, well, arguably, I'm kind of that character. That's why I thought you'd love it. (laughs) This is why I'm so shattered because I was like, you're the
3: only other cynical person in this office. You and I, Aiden is the guy in our office where, you know, and this is how you know who your friend is. I always say there's two ways to make friends people who bond over joy or people who bond over hating Mm -hmm. things. Okay.
1: I've never bonded with anyone over joy. (laughs) I don't think I ever have either. But
3: I'm that, you know, we're the kind of two people in the office. So there's a team meeting and someone will say something. I just look at, I'm like, look at Aiden. He's going. I know. Mm, I know. Yeah. And I thought that when we look at each other in the eyes, we could bond over the joy of loving Ker. But once again, it turns out we
0: can't. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I like. I, I want to know though. Like, how much of it is true? Like, you say it is a sitcom, mm. and it's sort of loosely based on his life. Yeah. It, 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 like, she's not obviously his wife. No. No. But but is he married? Well, he
3: was married. He was okay. So he was with a lady, and she was like, a, and she was just a, an environmentalist who also raised money for funds and. He, I remember seeing he did a speech at like a conservation fund and I think the whole point of it was like, it's not exactly, there's not exactly he really cares about, but because they're so rich, his wife is like, that's where we should spend our money. So there was a lot of jokes about his wife being over environmentally friendly yep. and stuff like that. They're divorced. He has a daughter um, and she was dating Pete Davidson. Yes. Okay. Who is now with Ariana Grande. Yes. And they were almost to be married and she, what's her name? Um, Cheryl.
0: Cheryl. No,
3: I don't know what her name is, but I so my management group in America, I sat down with him when when I had my first meeting and my background on my phone is Larry David because I have a propensity to text my ex-girlfriend all the time. And I have him looking at me like, (laughs) and I just have it there because her name pops up and he's staring at me like, really, really, we're going to be texting her back again. And I told him that story and they're like, oh, the guy's like, I play golf with Larry David and I spend time with his daughter. And we were talking for a bit and he goes, so what do you want to do in America? And I was like, I want to date
0: that girl. <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
3: Anything else? I'm like, no, I want to date her. And he's like,
0: why do you want to date her? And I
3: was like, because Larry David would be your father-in-law.
0: But he would hate you.
3: He would absolutely hate you. But at yep. the same time, could you imagine how fantastic it would be to have the guy who created Kevin Enthusiasm, and Seinfeld? As your father in law, particularly if you are a stand up, he'd be like, "You
0: stink! The comedy stinks!" <laughs> and that's just a poster line right there. <laughs> hey, that's how you sell fringe tickets.
3: <laughs> but I would, I would say that the the reason that that show has done so well as well is because you do get that, and I think you know you had that Ricky Gervais period in the show where Ricky Gervais started coming onto the show, and I think Ricky copied a lot from um, Kerby enthusiasm because it's the no laughter track, which I would say I I need I. I Other than Seinfeld, I don't think I've ever liked the laughter tracks. I had the
1: exact same thought Mm. watching last night as I was watching a couple of episodes, and I looked up to see when The Office started, and it was like a year or two Mm, after Curb. Curb was Mary Sanders'
3: show as well. Was also
4: yeah, Yeah. uh, mid 90s. Yeah, I think Curb was yeah one of those first shows. That yeah, got rid of the laugh track and really started doing like single camera style it, sitcom. It's not as mockumentary
1: than... as The Office. Like the characters, no, no. no one looks at the camera no. or does that sort of no.
4: little piece to camera. But the, the two it's hour that special shaky
1: cam look. The and... two hour
4: special that inspired the series does. Oh, okay. And they actually refer to the camera at one point. They're like, oh, look, what's this? Like, what's going on here?
0: Fourth wall talk. Yeah, yep.
4: yeah. Which they dropped for the series. Uh, but, you know, things like Arrested Development, I remember checking that out after I'd seen Curb and being unimpressed with it because I was sort of expecting Curb. Um, I yeah.
0: love
3: Arrested. Oh, Arrested was great. <laughs> I did like Arrested Development until the new seasons came out. Yeah. And I spent yeah. the whole time going, what happened to that woman's face? Well, Portia.
0: what's the deal <laughs> with... Jesus. um? curb and like 20 years between seasons or something mm-hmm. I think he just
3: takes, I mean, the dude makes like what 50 million a year or something in syndication money. I think he just he writes it at his own leisurely pace. Yeah. You know, he doesn't because it's not one of those, this is what I like about Larry Dave as well. It's not like he, like he needs to do this and this is his thing. He generally is just pumping these things out when he has the material. Mm. Whereas I think a lot of American shows you start, it starts to get into the group writer's room and all of a sudden it's not really somewhat, it's not an auteur's vision. It's just like, well, this is a factory show and we get like 20 writers who are all great and they all come in and they just know how to write the jokes and moves on. I always prefer a comedy show where it's made by like one or two people who are friends and just do it the way they want to do it forever. They always have their own distinct feel. You Like Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, yeah. any of their shows they did, you knew what you were getting and then they canned it, when it you know, because otherwise once you do three, four seasons, you need to bring more people in. Mm. And I think with Seinfeld, like he left, what, season nine? I think it was eight? seven. No, earlier. No, even earlier. earlier, yeah, even yeah, earlier. Six yeah. or seven. Yeah, and it started to get a bit, it even got a bit more s- silly. I don't think he even like, some of the actors were like, it kind of, the plot lines got a bit too big and out of control. Yeah. And I think that'd be the same in Career Enthusiasm. If he got heaps of writers in, you would probably, it wouldn't, it would lose its authentic feel. So field. does
0: he do anything else? Oh, I don't
3: think so. He's done
1: either. a couple of movies.
0: I think he's Sailor basically. Sour Yeah. Have you, have you seen yeah, that movie? Sour Grapes, yeah.
3: yeah. It's about friends who go to Vegas and they, uh, he, he asks, he borrows a dollar from a guy to play a slot machine and he borrows a dollar that wins the mega jackpot and they have like a full case about whether or not they should split the money. <laughs> it was a bomb of a movie.
0: It's a good premise. <laughs> it was did, did he write himself into it again?
3: He wasn't in it. Interesting. He wasn't yeah. in it. And then he's, remember he, he had that in... other movie about a guy who invented a smart car?
0: Oh, I don't think I've seen that one.
3: Yeah. I've seen him
1: in the oh, romantic, yeah. almost Woody Allen type Whatever film works. where he has Whatever a works. younger yeah.
4: girlfriend. Yeah. Unborn. Where he was the Woody Allen character. Yeah, in it. yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's the weird thing. Woody Allen's like, mm, I don't think Larry would like to be in a movie now about an old man and a young girl. <laughs> that's so no, he, now, he, isn't it? Whatever works. <laughs> it's like, mm, let's bury
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work in 2018.
3: Uh, can I ask you a question? Yes. If you, if you like Curb and you don't what do you like more fun shows then like more punchline driven things rather than premise driven
0: uh mm, look i i love sitcoms and i don't like laughter track shows but i do like more like scrubs um mm-hmm. and arrested development um community i would rate those as my top sitcoms you're a bit of all squeakier
1: time. clean with your comedy like you don't like it as mean spirited as curb i think
0: it's well, community gets pretty dark and mean as well. But I would probably say that I am the the far left of commercial TV. Do you okay, know what so I mean? Like this I, is this is off commercial TV. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I like
3: uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, you like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. You would like yeah, like you said, Arrested Development. Um, you would like it's always sunny in Philadelphia.
4: Ooh, I don't know. Getting too not, dark no, for you. Too, yeah. dark. That is right. way too dark. Yeah, it's too yeah. dark. That's he his doesn't... line. That's his yeah. tick
3: over line. Yeah. Because, like, for me, it'd be cobra enthusiasm, and it's always Sunny. have uh, my favorite comedy shows of, you know, the last 20 years or whatever in terms of sitcom.
1: Again,
0: is I it... found. Always Sunny, just a bit. I don't know, You're a, a pop punk man, and yeah. I think
1: that you essentially like the pop
0: punk of comedy. Short, yep. sharp, yeah. shiny, happy, mostly. But still cynical is probably the. Like I hate. You mentioned Two and a Half Men before. You mentioned uh, Big Bang. Big I Bang do Bush. hate all those Chuck Lorrie show. All those Chuck Laurie type shows. I can't stand.
3: What are you, What's your thoughts on like Marty Boosh?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, did you but, expect but to mostly, be as under
3: but, the grill as you
1: are right now? Mostly because I'm a racist
0: and don't like UK TV.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what about UK Office?
0: Yeah, I did like it, but you I preferred didn't the American one. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. That, that makes that makes sense. That's that, me.
3: That. that is it. That, that is you know. As far as do you prefer the UK office or the, or the um, I always thought um, US office. That's like a real personality split for me. I always thought <laughs> Derek was the best thing. That, I'm telling you that he. Do you did. hate the US office? I don't hate it, but it's just it's just silly jokes. It's different. It's just silly jokes. It would, it would, I
4: say it falls into the same categories like Brooklyn Nine Nine and Parks yeah. and Rec. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it is very different.
3: No, I think I'm just being like, I've always been a snub about it. I'm just not prepared <laughs> to give it a chance. I'm like, yeah, that's oh, this, is just, this is just Ricky Gervais earning an extra living. This is crap. Because <laughs> the, the real office is, is about like, it's about something. It's a, re, it's a proper drama to me. Like the story of Tim, a man who is trapped at a job that he hates. And he finally, at the end of the show, finds the courage to ask the person he loves to move on with him and have a better life. And then, yeah, there's a wacky boss happening, but that's what that show is about. That is every person who was underachieved in their life, stuck in a dead-end place, finally realising their potential. Is that me at Hit 107? I don't know, but <laughs> listen.
0: <laughs> you just never had the office romance. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly had a silly boss. Can uh, I bring right up? We've, had, we've had multiple.
1: <laughs> Can I bring up what I think is one of the great stumbling blocks to people embracing Kirby Enthusiasm? And it is the way it is shot. Yeah. It's the look of it. It doesn't have that... It doesn't even have that TV look. It looks like it's shot on somebody's home video camera. Like it looks, mm-hmm. I, I, it's very shaky cam. Yeah, it, yeah and I, I think that you would have immediately just hated the look of the first episode and gone, "I'm not going to enjoy." The first this. episode is very grainy and rough. <laughs> oh, it doesn't look as nice as some of the latter work. Yeah. And it's a lot
0: slower. The pacing is pretty slow. That's 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 what gets me. It's mm. the pace. Mm. It's not so much the look. I'm do, not. Do, do, you, do you
3: find it annoying? just a consistent, like, because what he's doing is he's, he's just vocalizing everyone's annoying in a monologue where you just want to be argumentative with somebody. Well, the yeah. thing
0: is, I agreed with almost everything he said. Mm-hmm. A lot of, I, look, I've only watched three or four episodes, which the episodes we watched for the podcast, but I'm imagining every episode he gets annoyed by something or there's a social faux pas mm-hmm. and that's the premise of the show. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Every episode that I watched, I kind of agreed with all of the things that he oh. brought up. Like the, mitric- I feel like everyone agrees with Larry, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yes. Larry is
4: the protagonist,
0: <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm not saying that I didn't find something in it. I just didn't find it that funny.
3: Mm. Right. So you're saying it was almost just like reading a rule book. Yeah. Know? These <laughs> <I agree>. these, <laughs> these are all sound.
0: I agree. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs>
1: Like, I wonder if you, the Seinfeld season wasn't the best place for you then. Because I felt like you were immediately on the back foot. You're like, oh, he's just trading off his Seinfeldness. Mm. So maybe you, you should be directed elsewhere. What, what, when did you know you loved it, Amos? Because well, it, I find it, it is a little bit hard to immediately embrace. I, it took me a few episodes until I was like, something just clicked. And I was like, all oh, right, I get this. I've
3: just realized when I first watched it. So I had a knee injury. And I had knee surgery and I was absolutely, I was out of it. And I had to lay down for two weeks with my leg up because I had a complication with some bleeding. And I just had to, s- to lay in bed. And at the time, U-Torrent was huge or Kick-Ass Torrents or one of them, I can't remember what, what it was. and Not I, that we encouraged
0: that of behavior. Of course
3: not, but I did manage to get myself all of the episodes <laughs> and I just put them on and I was on Endone, <laughs> uh, which is one of the finest prescription drugs one can ever get their hand on. So let me tell you, everything was good. So I'm starting to think that maybe I got through the first boring season because I was high on <laughs> morphine substitutes. And then I just maybe ass- I associate curve enthusiasm with fun time. With codeine. <laughs> Have you ever watched it not on codeine? <laughs> I've just realized I've just associated with getting high. <laughs> it's a tremendously boring show. <laughs> but let me tell you, injury your knee. No, I did, I watched it then. I got a- got through them all and then I was just hooked. Yeah. And I know I whenever I it said it's like a personality type. I, I, to this day, um, I, maybe it's cause I'm a stand up as well, but I see moments happen and I'm like, that's a curb moment. Like I'll write it down on my phone. That's such a curb thing. I've got a lot of friends who all say that, dude, this is so curb. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we say that. We say that, <laughs> that and like,
1: we think of you're in a scenario or you're talking about a scenario and you just hear the curb music yeah. and you're like, that just <laughs> needs to happen now to make this awkward moment. Like this, hit, okay, here's.
3: If I told you this story, you would all think this is a curb moment. I'm at Adelaide university and I'm running late to submit an assignment. And on my way in, I get accosted by a cancer council person trying to sell me a pen. And I'm like, I'm in such yeah. a rush and he keeps talking about the cancer. And I was like, no, thank you. And he goes, no, it's really like, it's only $2 for a pen. And it's look just a coin, any donation we just get, We really raise money. And I was like, mate, I don't, I'm in a bloody rush. And as soon as I said, I went, that was so rude. I went off and I printed off the assignment. I've got two minutes to hand it in. Before you hand it in, you have to sign Academic uh. Honesty. And I didn't have a pen. Yeah, and is... the guy was standing there. And I was like, Can I borrow a pen to sign it? And he's like, $2. Bon, bon, and I was like, bon, bon. Bon. <laughs> 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 I was looking like, This is Heaps Curve.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Perfect.
3: And he's like, No, you're, you're a douche. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I like about it. I consistently in my head feel like I'm a writer for the show. And there's there's a lot of power in that for the audience who like feel like they're contributing in their own laughter like oh this would make a great you know plot point. I don't think anyone ever thinks this is a, oh this would be a good plot point for two and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> true. Cuz what not have a Bang so. someone again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I I think you need to persist. I don't think too many people would have Fully embraced curb after three episodes, and especially mm. not one and then two random ones mm. from another season. So I think on a personal level, Aiden, you need to just maybe get into season three or four, yes. commit to a whole season, and then decide. Three it's not is good
4: for you. with the restaurant, and four is good with the producers' arc. Like, it's, mm. I think they're fine. Which fun. one is
1: the crazy-eyed killers? That's season? in season
4: one, isn't it? Is it well, one or two? Because
1: I had rejected it. You know, it was on like. You talk about it being on Comedy Channel. I remember it being on like 11 p.m. Channel Nine. That's and it where would be I like first real saw Real random yeah. times, and I watched, and I was like, "This sucks. This is. T- it looks awful. I hated the look of it, mm. so I rejected it." I was then. I was in. I was traveling. I was in Egypt. Got the you know i wasn't in delhi but i got the delhi belly and everyone else is going out for a night in cairo and i'm like well
3: were you also on endone no, <laughs> no i was in a similar low ebb of life yeah.
1: and i was like boy i am just crapping my guts and i can't leave this hotel room and the only thing that was on in English was curb your enthusiasm. Oh, that's was beautiful. Like, it was a marathon of it. I was like, oh, I'm stuck with this. this is the only thing. I, everything else was Arab TV, which was <laughs> dreadful. Think Bumblebee Man, but Arab. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, curb it is. And then by the end of the night, I was like, this is the greatest night of my life. I'm so yeah. happy. I'm six. So Maybe that it I've is. You've got to get revelation. it. In, you've
3: got to get it in the ebb of your life where you hate things. Yes. Because yes. the celebration. Of I, was, I
4: was the opposite. See, I saw. I again, I saw it when it was on Channel Nine. at, Like. I think it was like 3 a.m. or something. It was crazy. But again, uh, it just happened to be up. I think I was probably having... I've probably been watching Star Trek at the time. Um, (laughs) Every episode, every time. But you just um, needed a quick break. uh, I think it was on after Star Trek, (laughs) Space Nine, and you needed thirty minutes to Uh, just you know to decompress before going into Voyager.
0: (laughs) Uh, Answer me this: Were you wearing the Spock ears at the time?
4: I was not. I do not own Spock. I did not own Spock ears then. If I'd come up then,
0: then, then, I think
4: I had a pair of Spock ears once upon a time. But not oh then. God. But it was uh, it was a sec I remember it very vividly because it was like a second season episode where jo- like uh, Jason Alexander, is in it, um, and they're looking for a new project for him,
0: uh, where he's trying to cash in on. I oh, remember that guy that you used to like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Well- Dunstan
3: checks in. By the way, was not uh, a bad movie <laughs> 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 when he starred as the hotel man, and there was a monkey living in you know, the hotel. There's I a terrible the-
1: <laughs> film of his though that is all musical. Charles oh. Dickens, like, A Christmas Story. Mm. And just non-stop singing, yeah, really? starring Jason Alexander. Well, and his He was ghastly. a Broadway man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was so a song and dance man. Anyway, Eden, <laughs> yeah. you were watching yes. in between watching seasons and, of Star
4: Trek. And loved it straight away. Because immediately, I'd already knew who Larry David was because mm. I was a huge Seinfeld fan and just knew and recognised the voice from Steinbrenner. And was like, okay, this is fantastic. And then when I saw George in there, that sort of, you know, linked it a little bit more. Uh, so that first episode that I saw middle of season 2 somewhere was fantastic. I loved it. And then it took I know I probably saw the next another episode in 3 weeks time because like you said it was just scattered in late night TV on channel 9 somewhere. And it wasn't until that was probably 2003 I would say I saw that first episode and it wasn't until at least 2006 or 7 when I finally got the first season on DVD. I I thought it was fantastic.
3: But the reason it's also so good is because you get a guy like, Je- um, Larry David, a main star, like he's famous. That guy shouldn't, he doesn't look like a famous person, mm. you know, like you get this strange looking man and the more of those kinds of people that you can get to do their own show and become celebrities, the better the world is rather than just sort of standard looking, decent, good looking people, you know, who just keep kind of coming up and up and up and up. There's just so many of them. Then if he's got a true individual like Larry David, and this is my bone to pick with like most comedy, Um, particularly people in the Australian industry who pick things is, and commercial radio, exactly the same. Everything that is idiosyncratic and is made by people who actually know each other is fantastic. Hamish and Andy are real people who are real friends. And Sam Kavanagh, who is their producer, is a close group, Ryan Shelton. They've been together for so long. They represent a sense of humor and they do that the best. They haven't been meddled with or anything like that. They've got together. They're good. Bang. Like I said, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, they're friends. They worked genuinely. No one threw anyone in there. They're great. You've got the Jerry and the Larry and they have their own sense of humor. But every TV, uh, um, the Chaser, yeah, the full yep. Chaser group, that show took off and it was great because people love a, a real point of view that actually feels like they find it funny. Every show that's been made now, they're like, we'll take that kid from the internet uh, that guy who was on the chaser, Magnus Sabansky, um, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put them all together.
0: Shane Jacobson, yeah. Got Shane Jacobson, well. um, <laughs> Stephen
3: Curry will get a call because it's it's actually part of the law that if there's a comedy being made, he has to be involved. They all come together. They're all funny people, but but they do some Justice League of comedy, and it's like none of these people have probably have a shared sense of humor. So when they're all working together, it's like, well, I'm going to work on my sketch. And I'm going to work on my sketch. And there's no link, there's n- and so they don't represent anything, and the- all those shows die like no open voice. slather, no yeah. voice. It's just funny people who are all trying to you know, grab the limelight, and I've, that that many times in commercial radio, and it's like, guess what? Putting together people who don't know or care for each other really is never going to work. It's true, but but they just keep doing it. Three hundred gamer of AFL reality TV contestant, radio person. <laughs>
1: All right. In other news, I'm replacing you two guys with people I like. (laughs)
0: I've I've seen the light. Then this thing's going to take off. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, a game we like to play on this uh, podcast is always like, does it link to um, either Seinfeld, which obviously Mm. this show does, or The Simpsons? So I want to, has Larry David ever popped up in The Simpsons or voiced anything done in an episode? I feel like they
4: might have had the curve music at some point in The Simpsons. Like, I'm, like, the like bom, a moment bom, like bom. we yeah, described yeah, before, yeah. it just You know, it's slow fluctuated. zoom in on Homer or something, and they had boom, boom, boom. Yeah.
3: I need to know that.
1: Yeah, let's, let's let Amos uh, research that. For the listener at home who's maybe listening to this going, oh, should I give this another go? I didn't really like it the first time. Or should I give it a go? Just describe what you think is, is a great, funny
4: moment, uh, a favourite moment, and we'll whip around okay. this side of the table. Eden. All right, I have one uh again i think it's second season it's from an episode called the doll it's the last episode of the of the uh, sorry the last line of the episode um and
0: you know at, that's, that's the season where he's developing a new TV show for Jason Alexander and Julia. That's, that's one, I Drivers. think that's
4: one, one episode, maybe, one, maybe two. Yeah, I can't really remember that angle of the no, season no, at no, all, really. It doesn't really. seem to really need to hinge on those. Oh, definitely not. In fact, I'm pretty sure this episode has nothing to do with that. Okay. <laughs> but the line... Oh, so, like every episode, everything has sort of like been pieced together. Larry has decided to go to the bathroom at a cinema, but use the female bathroom because it is an olfactory nightmare in the male bathroom. Uh, He gets Cheryl to guard the door. She walks away. A little girl walks in. No, sorry. Larry's in the bathroom. He's uh, finished peeing, but he's not allowed to take his bottle of water into the cinema, so he puts it in his pants. (laughs) A little girl walks in, who Larry has encountered before. She says, Oh, hi, runs up and hugs him. Backs away, looking a little concerned and scared. Runs out into the crowded cinema lobby, screaming, "Mommy, mommy! That bald man's in the bathroom, and there's something hard in his pants." <laughs> Cut to Larry David's face.
3: It's just
4: so good. Yeah,
3: yeah. Favorite. I really enjoyed the episode for some reason. I told you to watch the one where. Uh, they the, the Christians believe that there's been yes. a miracle uh, because Mother Mary is crying or Jesus is crying after Jesus is crying. Yeah, Jesus is crying, but it's actually Larry's splashback because he's been taking medication that makes him piss harder, <laughs> and he doesn't have the heart to tell them that it's not a miracle. It's They're about to break. tour it around <laughs> the country. <Yeah. laughs> and
0: Jerry suspects it straight away. He goes, "You pissed on him, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Or the
3: or the um. I mean, it's, it's less so for me even just the jokes of like the amount of things that get in the lexicon for me. Like in LA, there's a carpool lane. And I mean, he's done that joke of like he picks up a prostitute, but he doesn't want to sleep with her. He just wants to use the carpool lane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he pays her time just so he can get through traffic quicker. Just a collection of moments like that.
1: I think you should watch the New York season. That's excellent. I don't think if you were coming in trying to decide if you like it. That's season eight? Eight, yeah, yeah, maybe that's the Ricky Gervais
3: season too. Yeah, because
1: I reckon my probably my all time favourite episode is the one with Michael J. Fox, where Michael J. Fox is his neighbour in the upstairs apartment, (laughs) and obviously he's got Parkinson's, and so he's always like, he's like they they have an altercation, obviously, and so you know. Larry gets Michael offside, and from then on, he thinks that he's like playing up the Parkinsons just to annoy Larry. Like, (laughs) he gets him a can of Coke from the fridge, and obviously his hands are shaking. Shake it up! opens it, explodes all over him, and he's he's like, you know, and he's like, you did that on purpose. That's the Parkinsons, Larry. The Parkinsons. (laughs) It's like, is he shaking
3: his head at me, or is it the tremor? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: that's that's a great season. That's a great episode. Yeah. And Michael J. Fox is really good in that. It's anyone that can just take their, you know. Illness and yeah. just turn it into well, I a, a punchline like that is awesome.
3: Always good to get like the celebrity cameos. If you like extras, if you liked, did you like extras with your bass?
0: Uh Hit and miss. I really loved the um, the one with Bowie, where he's like um, just a little fat man yeah. with a pig nose. <laughs> National joke. There was some episodes I really liked. Some episodes I couldn't really give a stuff.
3: Yeah, no, I always like seeing the, uh, the. It does give if you're a, an actor you can really make yourself sound like you've got a good personality by appearing on a show like that. If you're willing to take the piss like Michael J. But that from with Michael J. Fox was like, Oh, he's, he's, he's hanging in there. Good on you, Michael. Yeah. He's, he's doing all right.
0: Shall we, um, rate this? Cause I feel like, um, we're getting dangerously close.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get to the ratings. I've got one more question before we go. Uh, my opinion is, and I'll just then throw it to you as the question, is that Larry David is far the superior actor to Jerry Seinfeld. Is that true? And I, I, why then would he not have featured in
3: Seinfeld?
4: I think definitely true, but I don't think... I.
3: Wait, I why think, didn't
0: he? Why well, because he
3: wasn't... Uh, he was like a writer. Yeah. And yeah. he was, you know, and he's strange looking. I mean, if you think he looks weird now, this is the best he's ever looked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, he looked if weird. If, you look, if you look at him back failure, in that yeah. that period of time, he's just insane hair, yeah. like Bernie Sanders in a hurricane, like just <laughs> crazy old weird hair, bad glasses, and he was like a and he was a very off kilter kind of dad. I mean, you've all heard the legendary stories of like them to catch a rising star. And Jerry Seinfeld was like on the Tonight Show, crushing it. He's becoming one of the biggest comedians ever, and they just want to give him a vehicle. And he teams up with. Uh, Larry, cause Larry was the only writer that he was like friends with who could write proper television cause he'd been working on like SNL and other stuff. But when they did stand up, Larry David used to walk out and every old comedian will always tell this story. And he'd come out sometimes and just look at the audience and go, no, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> he would just walk off stage and go, didn't like to look of- at <laughs> me. Like he wasn't like, you know, he wasn't commercial in any way. Yeah. Didn't yeah, seem yeah. reliable.
0: So do you think the network literally did say we can't have him? I don't think he even wanted. I don't think he even
3: would have wanted to have been in it. Like I don't think he even wanted to write the show. He was very He, mean, right he so... always thought it was going to be canceled. Yeah, he, he was like, to... oh, but wanted it to be canceled because it just seemed <laughs> yeah. like work. Yeah, like it's a lot of pr- like it's a lot of pressure when you have a show. Like uh, Jim Jeffries, who I you know live with when I'm over there, and I went and saw his show. And in my head, it's like it's just his show. You always and I you know I always see things as like you, you know it's his show, but there's 150 people on staff. And so when you're getting another show, you're like me being funny or writing this show, there's 150 people whose healthcare, they're like providing for their family all relies on me. And so it's not as selfish as you think it is. Like mm-hmm. I have to be good because otherwise these people have nothing. Yeah. Like, they have to wind it up. And I think he always found a lot of pressure in that. Good. Let's get to the scores.
1: We will return after these messages. All right, let's break from chatting about Curb to talk about things we are enjoying of a more recent nature. Eden, start with you.
4: Uh, I'm going to do another podcast. I feel like oh. I, yeah, I, know, I feel like I always do a podcast now, but... No, you don't. You do video games almost every episode. Okay, no, I did a podcast last <laughs> time, i It's a podcast about sure. video games. I, I wish, but no. <laughs> it's absolutely a first for me because I've never heard anything before. So you could have said anything. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, Dan, you got me on to uh, Dirty John a while back. Are you it...
0: going to give me another true crime podcast? Yeah, it's going to be another oh. true crime oh, you podcast. You did that last week. I know, yeah, I know. Because no one's <laughs> recommending them at the moment. All right,
4: look, I don't have to do this, but I'm I, I'm going to do it, all right?
3: <laughs> the staircase, the cellar door, the this, basement. This T- one is called...
4: Teacher's pet. No, no, Teacher's pet was great, and it's yeah. ended now. Thank you very much. Okay, what are you recommending? <laughs> I'm recommending Dr. Death. It's, uh, it's a
0: real, real fun one for summer.
4: Uh, yeah, it's, it's a barrel of laughs. Um, but yeah, the same people who put together Dirty John um, about a uh, sort of shonky doctor. It's real. It's I think they've released like four episodes so far out of just a season of six. So it's going to be a short and punchy podcast. Do you
1: wish, here's a question for you. Do you wish that you could just not do it weekly and we're just binging it? Should the listeners wait till it's all released?
4: I think it depends on the uh, taste of the listener. I, oh, I don't mind waiting. No, I do li- okay, No, no. I like. Uh, so I got into it with two or three episodes in, and I did listen to them pretty close together. But now that I have to wait, I enjoy the wait. Enjoying. What's the What's the premise?
3: Is he like Is he just a crap doctor and people died <laughs> and he didn't mean to? Like yeah. just incompetent, or did he kind of go? All I'm going wristwatch. to give people too much. <laughs> yeah, is it was it Doctor Nick style?
0: Or? I know everybody. I, <laughs> I think
3: that, like, from what I've heard, I think that he is
4: a crap doctor. And a criminal. And a murderer. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a horrible murderer. Our
3: friend, my friend of mine, James McCann, do you, you know James? Yeah, uh, we've had him on the show. I think he and a friend were pitching a show about a doctor uh, or a guy who um, he works in a clinic where people are dying. And he just wants to kill people, so he just kills people who are terminally ill. And sort of just, like a Dexter sort of. <laughs> yeah, so he just goes around and smothers people in the sleep and he's like... They were going to go, <laughs> but he gets his bloodlust <laughs> out like that way. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the podcast, Did it, get but up or... it didn't get picked up. Um, ABC kids thought it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the funding was available. <laughs> what do I like? Can I run forward with what yep, I'm Go digging? for it. I mean, obviously Ozark. Yes. Season two just came out. Binge that in two days. Have you guys seen Ozark? I've not watched it at all. Dan, Nothing. you would love it. Would yeah. I? yeah. I like, I like
1: Jason Bateman.
3: Yeah. Mm. It's... It's, you know, he plays everything so flat. It, whether it's, it could be like a comedy movie, it could. Other than, of course, when he was um, in dodgeball, where the, when he was yeah, yeah. His, his stupid character. But this is uh, if, uh, you were familiar with what Ozark's about? Familiar, but I also haven't seen it. Yeah, accountant for the uh, for the mob, cleaning money, very good. But again, I, I'm a big. I'm all about the dump. Just get them all out there. I don't want to wait. I don't want to know. Like, oh, I don't wait. What happened from last week. Who was that character? You can kind of see it all as one long movie. It's I like that.
0: It's very dark, but Jason Bateman brings a slight like. Sarcastic is he a comedic tone? actress? I don't even know yeah.
3: actress, a comedic mm-hmm. actor. I don't even think he, he like he kind of is funny,
0: but he directed the whole thing as well. Like yeah. or, or, or like nine out of the ten episodes or something, and it's it's definitely got his tone to it. But he's essentially
1: yeah. a straight man actor, isn't he? Yeah, like the old yeah. fashioned straight man. Yeah, even his comedy is
3: straight man.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. he's so close to being incredibly nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but, <I laughs> but he's totally almost some, so. Just that little bit more makes him so talented. If he wound it back a bit, you'd be like, dude, you did you even read the lines? Like, <laughs> this is so flat.
0: Uh, that one's on Netflix as well. That is Netflix. Uh, for me, I've been enjoying an album that came out this month. Uh, Matthew Tyson and the Earthquakers. It's called Wind Up Birds. And um, if you like the band Reliant K or you're into your sort of pop punk in the mid-2000s, this is pop-punk for those that have grown up, now have kids and need something to put on while having dinner. Does
1: that just mean the same music but on acoustic guitars?
0: Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. There's a bit of piano in there. It's very earnest and um, it's really good though. It's really dark and uh, I recommend uh, Man of Stone. If uh, Let's have a little listen to that now. Mm.
4: Time came when you had to hit the pavement. You grew it like a caveman. Never going clean again. Venturing out on your own.
0: See, how good was that, guys? That was great. Uh, that was, yeah. loved,
1: loved the way he strummed the guitar.
3: Yeah, that, that genre of music seemed to be uh, releasing an album, Fallout Man. Yeah, that's essentially
0: what it is. So i check out that. Jen? I...
1: I'm also going podcast, Eden. Yeah, are
0: we are we trying to push people away from our own look show?
1: It's a yes. bold show that yeah.
3: says, "Hey, listen to others." Yeah, yeah. come straight
1: one. back to death. We're only <laughs> posting once a month, so the, we're, we're trying to help yeah, you fill yeah. in the gaps so, <laughs> once you've demolished our back catalogue. Uh, I, I quite enjoyed Marvel: The Long Nights first oh, yeah. two episodes. It's the first Marvel podcast it's really more like an audio drama
4: follows wolverine doesn't it
1: yeah it's like two cops in alaska investigating a series of incidents and logan at the moment is sort of like this character in the background they're linking to the crime wait
0: so it's marvel is in the comic books and and yeah it's made by marvel
1: it's like a stitcher premium so i think it's been on stitcher premium for like ever and they're finally releasing it to the plebs who won't pay money uh, it was seemed really good. Like it, it reminded me Eden of the Alien audio drama we listened to, the Alien franchise one, where it's it's oh, just yeah, it like, was amazing. It, it's just. An acted, it's like a TV show, but for your ears. Yeah. So it suffers a little bit from the, you know, like maybe they can't get the best actors. So some of the bit parts are just a little bit too, like, oh, what are you doing in my pub? Like, uh, but the main <laughs> acting is good.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm Didn't Batman interested.
3: versus man also struggle from that problem? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but from the leads. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Affleck. <laughs> Henry Cabell was so bad. I saw him in the recent Mission Impossible. He's not a great actor. Even. What was that spy movie in East Germany? Man yes. from Uncles. Oh
1: my god, he's dreadful. He's quite wooden. Yeah. He's so wooden. Isn't he got? Isn't he got the can from being Superman? Wasn't that yes, in the news this week? Just recently, yeah.
3: Did
4: he quit or did he get? I think the... he got kicked, but uh, I'm not sure why. He
3: went the same way I did at Hit One Hundred Seven on his own terms. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ed. <Aiden.
1: laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, chatting about Curb. <laughs> iPhone test, how compelling is uh, the Curb Your Enthusiasm experience to you, Amos?
3: Uh, th- th- there's um, a danger with me doing this test because my narcissism is through the roof, so the phone's always out. <laughs> <laughs> Compare it then to
1: other pop cultural things. So if, if, it's, if it's at the height of minimising your phone use, uh-huh, uh-huh. is it like a five or is it, are you like needing to entertain yourself in the gaps?
3: You know what? No, I'm give, I've got to give it a five. The phone will come out, but usually because I'm taking a photo of it and putting it up on my Instagram story with a bit of Larry time. <laughs>
4: Eden. I'm going to go four, actually, for iPhone test. I feel like uh, I'm, I'm probably just so familiar with the series now that I feel like I don't have to always see it. And I don't think there's many physical gags in the episodes, really. I can enjoy it with a little bit of distraction. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair.
0: Very similar to me. I'm so unfamiliar with it. I don't need to look at it either. I can just look at my phone too. Um, probably probably a one. Oh, oh, it's just boring. I'm sorry. All
1: right. Look, mate. Not everything's two and a half men, is it? Right. <laughs> I don't like two and a half men. I bet you like the Asht- Ashton Kutcher years though. <laughs>
0: No, I've
3: never actually I would prefer Ashton considered. Kutcher is so the pop punk that he likes. Punk. <laughs> I've never I've never
0: watched it enough, man, and I've never watched it with Ashton Kutcher, but I do like him. Ashton Kutcher as an actor. Oh,
3: okay. I get it. You're you, <laughs> that's, that's the least believable denial dude, I've ever heard. Dude, like my like car the, was
0: hilarious.
3: No, you like the honeymoon <laughs> one with the, what was it? Britney Murphy.
0: Near, I nearly went was it nearly, I don't know was I, I just, just love Dude with uh, My Car
3: anyway Brittany Murphy We've <laughs> gotta rest
1: herself uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four as well mm.
3: it has some it's
1: particularly maybe season one has those slow patches yeah. it gets a little bit more uh, frenetically paced later cultural significance do you think it, it carries weight as an yeah, important yeah that's what piece. I was saying
3: I think particularly when you're in America because it's much more successful in places like Los Angeles the amount of times that people will do the Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Or the stare, the one eyebrow stare, when they think someone's lying. He gets up in the face. I hear a lot of people, and like I said, that's a curb moment. Yeah, There's all those memes where someone something awkward's happened. You play the curb music over the top of it. It always makes something funny. So I think that's why it gets a five from me.
4: I'm also going to go five for culture. I think it's important. <laughs> I think it's as important as Seinfeld.
0: Mm. Uh. I'm gonna rate it high as well. I don't think it's important as Seinfeld though. Okay. Because everyone knows Seinfeld, yeah. whereas not Like I said, it's the yeah. It's it's very much the underground the world version show. of Seinfeld. So I reckon three and a half. It's pretty significant. There's lots of stuff that have come out of it, but not everyone knows it. And you can go through life not knowing it and be fine.
3: Not as big as the double dipper of Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
3: always it's crazy to me that they came that was them. They invented double dip. Yeah. Someone double dipped. Mm-hmm.
1: True, yeah, it probably hasn't had that same effect on you know no. our understanding of, but like life. Jerry
3: Seinfeld would sell you know 20,000 tickets if he went to you know Belize, it's just like but the people of Belize would have seen Seinfeld, like it's yeah, yeah, everybody knows Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld would kill in Uganda,
1: yeah, Seinfeld would be like the ultimate five, like mm-hmm. you, you know, like it's just five out of five. Yeah. I, I'm I don't m-
4: think I maybe... know many people who haven't or who aren't aware of Curb. Like no, I think, I think yeah, in my at least in my circle of people yeah, that I deal with, I yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think
0: there'd be lots of. I think this is a very much a guy show. Again. Oh yeah, we 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 rate a lot of guy shows, guy movies on this podcast, and I don't reckon girls would like this as much. What well, What about
4: your? Uh, oh,
0: we'll we should, get to, we'll, to, we'll that get in to in the sec. I'm score. giving we'll it a four and a half
1: for uh, cultural significance.
3: Returnability is it highly rewatchable for you? Uh, interesting. Would I watch the whole episodes back or just go on to, you know, best moments season one?
1: Yeah. Now, would you watch whole episodes, whole seasons?
3: I I would rewatch it all again, but I, yeah, I would, I would, I would watch it again. But, um, it's been, you know, God, 10 years since I watched season one. But Less
1: I, rewatchable than Seinfeld, do you think? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you give it out of five?
3: Three.
4: I can go four. I, I watch it all the time. <laughs>
3: One surprise. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld uh, is truly, if it's on, it's just, I'm, I'm watching.
1: Yeah. it. Yeah. Seinfeld is just more like soothing.
3: It's, it's soothing. Like I always think sometimes when I get, this is true, when I get on a long flight, I see if they've got Seinfeld because in my head, if it's going down, I just, I will put Seinfeld on. <laughs> 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 like everyone's going to panic. I'm like, that's how I want to go.
0: The turbulence kicks it's in just, yeah, and it's... you've got Jerry doing stand up at the beginning. And
3: just as we crash Kramer just bursts through a door. <laughs> that's what I
0: want. And that's me going through. How do you think the emotion the of
3: watching curb
1: your enthusiasm as the plane went down? How would that go? I'd
3: rather just be scratched. You'd probably turn to the person <laughs> next to you. You smell. You're fat. You've taken up too much of the seat. And that's where the plane just like, levels out and yeah, continues. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A good
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, returnability. Yeah, I'm gonna say three. I haven't rewatched a whole bunch of it. I think I've seen the New York season twice. Most of the other seasons I've only watched once, and then mm. here and there, just when it's on TV and things like that. Partner friendliness—a uh, good thing to watch with uh, uh, on a date or
3: with a partner. I mean, I'm not the right person to say, because I had a date recently, it was their second night together, and I put on American History X. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. And I'm, and I'm sitting there with her, I'm like, oh, he's about to get curb stomped. <laughs> That's
0: immediately what I thought of. How did the curb stomping go? <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh my God, can we put on the block? <laughs> Yeah, and only two dates.
3: Interesting. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And Scotty Cam curbs Tom someone for disobeying him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think I'm with you a little bit, and I think it seems to be a lot of dudes like it. I've had girlfriends before who are the same. Who are like, ugh, I don't get it. But then again, the girl, I'm, I, I've been dating of late is a big fan. So I think I don't know, I think it's to the individual. But if I was to say, would a ba- would a basic like this? Absolutely not. You know, um, Tiffany, who loves to pop down and get some espresso martinis, (laughs) absolutely thinks this stinks, and everyone in it's ugly. Does that mean Aiden is a bit of a basic? Mm.
0: Uh, No, Aiden's not a basic. Uh, Is espresso martinis reference to someone that we know? No. Okay, okay. I thought that might have been. No, Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, just your
3: regular chick that loves The Bachelor and stuff, I think they would find it boring, and there is no one pretty in the show. I mean, Cheryl's kind of pretty, the wife, but... You know, you got Jeff Garland. Oh, you got
4: Susie. Susie's hot. You like Susie. Oh, man. Susie's great. Yeah, we've just learned that you really? like Really? Get... Is this <laughs> the
3: thing? He likes to get tied up, surely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like abusive relationships. <laughs> Dude, love yourself. Nothing wrong with Susie. <laughs> oh Susie's shrill. The whole premise of that show is that Jeff has his balls taken away from him. I love Susie. He's the unhappiest man. When you
1: see her interviewed as just herself, yeah. oh. the actor, she just seems like the sweetest, nicest yeah. person. That she transforms into and, Susie. Well, but it, it seems like she's so really great.
4: like she takes it really personally in a way. She's like really awkward about filming some of it, and like Larry's always going like, "No, come on, just go, go harder, just, just go, yeah, go on, get him." <laughs> So true.
1: Um, so, out of five, partner friendliness,
4: uh, yeah, I'd go
3: three.
4: Eden, I'm go three and a half. I think I, th- I think there's potential. Are you basing this on Kirsty at all? Kirsty isn't wasn't a well, not really a Seinfeld or Curb fan, um, but if it's on and I'm like, hey, can, wait, let's let's watch this, Kirsty will watch it is and she, enjoy, it, and she'll laugh. Is she one of those
1: friends over Seinfeld people?
3: Um, Mm, That's a big tell Yeah Mm. Actually (laughs) let let me say You raised a good point I think the later the shows Later the episodes go So the newer the season The more friendly Because it got glossier And it got The show got brighter Mm. There was way more stars A lot of more You know younger people Are in it A lot more rappers pop up Basketball players So it gets way more Pop culture
4: The ninth season of Curb Mm. Is is very polished And once you get Strange
3: Actually New point Once J.B. Smoove gets in the show, it Mm. takes on a whole new note. He's the new Because before, it's all like awkward Jewish humor, okay, and like an old generation of showbiz, and then all of a sudden you've got J.B. Smoove in there which is like a funny black dude who gives it a whole new young person. life. Who person's plays a life. victim of, is it Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina, Katrina yeah. that Larry <laughs> yeah. puts up in yeah. his house? Or yeah. like
1: Larry's wife forces him to put up in the house? Yeah,
3: That's a big changer because I've found that a lot of people who didn't like it before, when J.B. Smoove was in there, they are just like, oh, this guy's hilarious. A bit more urban. Yes, yeah. it gives
0: it a whole new feel. Okay, interesting. <laughs> um, I am going to give it a two. I just think generally girls are nice Guys are jerks. And so I don't think this show appeals as much to girls. Girls are more polite. They're more generally. I don't know. I just, I just, I can't see many girls enjoying it No I way this. to gender stereotype. Yeah. No, I am gender stereotyping in a better way. Have you though, ever had Clementine we-
3: Ford write a nasty <laughs> blog about you? <laughs> I tell you. We are, <laughs> I'm going to at her when we, when I post this episode As a on
0: society, Twitter. guys are scum. Girls are better than us. That's what I'm saying. I'm gender stereotyping in a, nah, in a good as way. No, I agree.
3: On breakfast radio, you know, um, every time I'm nasty, you know, that's where you mainly get girls going, oh, don't be like that. And the guys are like, Oh, exactly. it's hilarious when you were mean to the callers. Like exactly. Kate, Tim and Kate, Mar- are very, they get more of a male skew because dudes are like, I
0: love it when they're
3: rude. And girls are like, I wish they were just more polite sometimes.
0: And that's why I don't think this show would work as well for girls. But I'm still willing to give it a two.
1: Fair. Um, I'm going to go probably four if it was based purely on Ash. She's quite a big fan, has seen all of it. Excellent. Loves Seinfeld. Uh, Not as big as a Curb as Seinfeld person, but In general, yeah, I'm going to round it down to a three. That's our scores. Let's add them up.
0: Hi my first timers, it's Aiden here, Dan and Eden have gone because I want to tell you about another podcast I do, it's called Vinyl Soul. It's all about music and the journey it takes us on, the effect it has on our lives and each episode I get a different famous friend of mine, Tim Rogers of UMI, Shannon Noel, Kelly Williams of Paramore, Dr. Carl from Triple J, Colin Hay, John Safran, a whole heap of others and chat about the impact that music has had on their lives. If that sounds like something you'd enjoy, check out Vinyl soul in itunes podcasts spotify or wherever you put podcasts in your ears all right scores accounted big score it's gonna go high i was adding it up along the way it
1: is a big score just below podium finish. Now our fourth highest rated oh, okay. pop cultural entertainment. So knocking Bill
0: and Ted just a little bit further down the pile there, Aiden. Uh, Take Bill that, and you and your mediocre
3: fifth. adventure. <laughs> Can
0: I say I'm still reading the comic book? It's taken me a long time to get through the, the Bill and Ted comic wow. book. Way to go! <laughs> so what did it rate? What do we? What score did we get? Forty
1: point eight. Which I have to now just quickly digress and explain. Because if you're listening, you would notice that there's only like round numbers and half numbers. You can't get a 0.8 from round numbers and half numbers. So my wife, every episode, she's like, you didn't explain the scoring again. So I have to do it. So she stops harping on at me about it. Uh, So essentially, we started doing three people podcasts, and then we brought in a fourth and we realised that the rating system doesn't work the mm. same if you add up four people's <laughs> scores. Things get really great scores all of a sudden. So we have to use averages now, and so we're dividing by four and timesing by three and things like that, whatever. Oh, so maths happens, and that's why we have unusual numbers in our scores. So 40.8... Uh,
3: or and... we could take the three numbers here and count that as an outlier and just get rid of a <laughs> score. If we did
1: that, it's probably the it's highest one. Yeah. It probably is number one. So it is... Currently Currently in fourth place, behind the Warriors in third place. The Shining is in first place, and live wrestling remains in second place.
3: Wonderful. Are we talking like amateur stuff? Yeah, yeah, like down down at the Port Park. Adelaide. <laughs> yeah, the, the waterside workers' hall at Port Adelaide, to be precise. It was really fun. It was great. Was it? Was it uh, very, very fake, or did it almost get too real? Oh, yeah, yeah. Even...
0: It's over the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the acting—it's hilarious, though. Is as
1: bad as you can imagine, and then some. Yeah. yeah. But the actual wrestling was pretty good.
3: Can yeah. you sniff what the Red Rock is cooking? I just, <laughs> I would love to know if anyone has ever come out of there. Has there been anyone? Who's no, even... no, they
0: haven't. No one's been launched from, no one's come from the from... Adelaide wrestling scene. It's a shame. I wouldn't have thought. Although, I could be wrong. I did
1: see, no, actually, while we're speaking on it, uh, Callan, who was on our wrestling podcast, he shared on social media uh, there's a, a, a big. The PWI, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated, is the number one wrestling uh, publication in the world and had Jonah Rock, who is an Adelaide-based wrestler, who wrestles there at, like, number 300 in the world. So oh, wow. that's Amazing. pretty significant. And he's often travelling. I follow him on Instagram now. He's he's often in England and America wrestling. So, you know, we had there's one hope we can yeah. get someone mm. in the WWE.
0: What can we uh, plug for you, Amos, before we wrap up? Well, I don't have
3: a radio show anymore. Um, I'm uh, maybe just my Instagram, you know?
0: Just, that's where I find like I can tell people what I'm up to by my stories.
3: Usually just me riding a bike. <laughs> it's a lot of
0: bike yeah. there's a lot of making fun of your dad. Yeah.
3: Um, I usually just post jokes about the something off news.com.au. But you're off to America. I'm off to America. Um I am meant uh, I'm meant to be doing Conan O'Brien, but I don't know. I, I very well may not end up doing it, who knows? Because um spoiler alert, his show's been cut. Yeah. Back to thirty minutes. Well, I'm not sure whether we stand up anymore. So I need to get in there quickly before it's all over.
1: Well, let's hope that we see you on Conan. Mm. So we find Amos Gill on
3: Instagram. And yeah, I'm a, a bit of Amos Gill because I don't give away all of it. <laughs> Something's got to be left for the ones I love. And Amos Gill <laughs> was taken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. And as always, thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, we would love you to subscribe. Give us a five-star review on the iTunes store or we'll- or wherever you download your podcasts.
0: Also, if you're angry with my opinion of Curb Your Enthusiasm, feel free to put that in the review on iTunes as well. Five stars. Aiden's a jerk. I don't mind as long as we get the five stars. As long as we get five Aiden. stars. He's, such a, he's a
3: shock jock of the podcast world. <laughs> Love me or hate me, just talk about
0: me.
1: <laughs> find us on Instagram. Find us. Just find us on Instagram. I hate all the other platforms and rarely post there. Find us on Instagram. <laughs> it's the only good
3: one, right? Yeah. The only
1: good one left. Oh, the others so are dead. Good. So good. That's where we are. Join us again next time, where we will be doing something a little bit different. Uh, it's not TV. It's not film. It's not music. It's
0: I'm, I'm clicking. I'm getting in the zone.
1: Do you want to? Can you? Can you bring it in some sort of form that
0: pollution? It's all around. It's sometimes beat up poetry, and sometimes down, but always around. Yeah, oh. we're off to a live poetry reading. Thank we'll be God. reading our own
1: poems. <laughs> Pollution. <laughs> are you that.
0: coming to my town oh. or am I going to yours? Oh. We're both using petrol. Pollution.
4: Ah, oh, it's going to be awful. <laughs>